0: In 2017, I quit my unfulfilling nine to five to lead with my soul first, transform my life, and build my dream business from the ground up. Since then, I've been on a mission to experience all that life has to offer and help others do the same. But here's the big question. How do soul entrepreneurs like us, you know, the ones who have big dreams but are starting from scratch, how do we change our lives, make the impact we crave, and build a successful business with soul and strategy? That's the question, and this show gives you the answers. Hey, I'm Lexi Godlewski, and welcome to Building My Empire, a journey of transformation. Hello, intern John. How's it going? Good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks.
0: Welcome to the very first podcast interview between you and I. Well, I say interview, but it's going to be more of a conversation. how do you how do you feel are you nervous are you excited
1: yeah I'm a little nervous but uh, I think I'll get used to it uh, once we start talking more so yeah I'm excited this is
0: great all right everyone who's listening I'd like to introduce intern John John started interning for me at technically like the beginning of this year and he is an entrepreneurship major and really looking to get into his journey of entrepreneurship and start a marketing agency and just really continue to learn and grow. So he's been helping me, which I'm super appreciative of with my marketing and helping me get just some more content created and everything like that. So before we even dive in, how is your how's your experience been so far? How do you feel about um, the internship?
1: It's been a lot of fun. I think um, I've learned a lot about actually like dealing with clients and stuff so like basically I, i've gained a lot of experience and i think it would really benefit me in the future so um i've, have, I've had a great time so far
0: are you just saying that or did no, you have I'm, you... no I'm,
1: I'm being i'm being honest I think, right, like, great. we love that i mean because i didn't really have any editing experience in the past so i'm like starting to get like a, like, a good experience on that and uh i've learned a lot and I think you've like really touched me mentally too. Like you've helped me like realize some things that I didn't realize before. So it's been awesome. Um yeah, I, I love every minute of it. Have a lot of fun. And we yeah. have great conversations too. So. Yeah,
0: we so one of the things we do is we have our daily meetings. So I say daily, it's Monday through Friday. Um, and we do our daily check-ins. And I've been loving those too. I think those are super fun and just like a great opportunity for both of us to sit and be like, all right, here's where we're at. Here's what's coming down the line. Like, and we have so many ideas too. So I think it was a cool space just to like get all the ideas out and be like, oh, we could do this or we could do this or whatever. Um, so I've also been enjoying our just like daily little check-ins and yeah. um, the things we talk about there, which is why I wanted to record this with you because we have so many great insights and conversations every day that I figured why not, if I'm going to share this story, record a podcast anyway... Why not have you on the show and we can kind of just turn it into a conversation because I, this was what I want to talk about today is something that we were talking a little bit about yesterday in our daily check-in call about what does it really take to be an entrepreneur and to build your own business. And especially when you have voices or people around you who don't fully get it, they don't understand why you want to take that path. They might not fully support it or just, just understand it. Um, I wanted to just kind of dive into that topic more and talk about from my experience and also just reflecting on the traits that I think really make you stand out as an entrepreneur and honestly just in general and like the workplace or in school anyway, are these three traits. So we're gonna we're gonna dive in and talk about that. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I was thinking about this a week or so ago. I don't remember if I've told you this story or not, but when I was like 10, When I was a little, um, I wanted a dog really bad and I grew up with brothers and we already had, I think it was at the time, two cats in the house. And so my dad, I love my dad. He said, no, he said, no, we can't have a dog for a few reasons. One was because my brother was, my one brother was allergic and we already had cats. And my dad knew that it would be a lot of responsibility and he didn't know if I was ready for that or anything. And so originally he said, no. And being the stubborn girl that I am, <laughs> no, was not a good enough answer for me. So, what I did when I was 10 was I went online and I went and looked up like the local animal shelter in our area. And I went and found all the dogs that are currently at the shelter. And I took their pictures offline. I printed them out. I cut them out. And then I scattered them around the house in all different places that I knew like my dad would go to every day. So, I put like I would put the picture of the dog with like the dog's name and like what kind of dog it was. I'd put like one on his desk and then I'd put one like when he opened up the bathroom cabinet to like go get his toothbrush. I put one in there like when he would go and reach for his coffee mug for like his morning coffee. I put a picture in there. So like every little touch point around the house where I knew that my dad was going to be, I had put a different picture of a different dog that was at the shelter and like available to adopt that day. And so I had done this and I continued like sprinkling it around. And so some time went by, some time went by. I was like, okay, if I keep, you know, doing this and just trying to convince him, maybe like we can get a dog. And so I was doing like more of my, you know, research as my little self. And one of the things that I read was that when you have like an older animal in the house, especially like an older cat, it can be really hard to like introduce a new animal into the house because they're kind of stuck in their ways. They're used to the environment already. And especially if you're bringing in like a puppy or a younger dog, like that can be really stressful for them or like lead to a lot of anxiety and that type of thing. And so being the empathetic person that I am, I was like, oh, I don't want my cat to like get stressed out if we bring a dog into the house. So I went to my dad and I was like, you know what, dad, like I did some research and I found out that it might not be the best time to like bring a dog into the house anyway. So it's okay if we don't get one. What I later found out was that moment when I said that was right when my dad was also about to crack and say, yes, we can get a dog. And I had told him already that I was like, oh, it's okay. We don't have to get one. And so he kind of like kept his mouth shut from that, which (laughs) Love my dad. And um, and so from that, the reason why I tell this whole story is because I had like pretty much did it, but I gave up, you know, too soon or I made a different decision after I found out new information. And so because of that, the reason why I bring this up, the reason why I tell that story is because I think there's some really key elements in here that that make for really important traits that you can bring forward in your entrepreneurial journey. So the first one is resourcefulness. It's how are you able to use what you already have in front of you to achieve the goal to do the thing you want to do to go after what you want so for me you know I just went and looked up pictures on the computer and printed them out with our printer so I just used what I had to try and like convince my dad and essentially like sell my dad on the idea why we should get a dog so it's resourcefulness it's like are you able to use what you already have in front of you, whether that's skills or your network or, you know, social media or, or whatever it is, can you really leverage those things and be resourceful as you're starting your business, especially when we do look at starting a business? Like when I started, I didn't have investors. I didn't have a safety net. I literally had $3,000 and like a dream and that was it. And so if you're able to just like figure it out as you go and be resourceful with what you have, that can take you a very far way and so one of the things I've talked about on the podcast before for anyone listening they may have heard me say this before but one of the things that always stuck with me when I was first starting my entrepreneurial journey is this comes from Marie Forleo and she says everything is figure outable. like you can always figure out a way to get through that challenge or to overcome that problem or to you know do whatever and so it's like having that mentality of understanding that you can figure it out as you go and you don't need all the answers. And I think for you and Sir John, like you have been experiencing that as we go through marketing of like, I'll be like, okay, let's cut up these clips from the podcast for social media or whatever. And you've been able to just like take that and then be like, okay, let me learn, you know, how to edit. Let me find different softwares I can use. Let's try cutting this up. Let's try it when I, you know, move this around or do this. And so being able to like tap into that, just ability and mentality of just I'll figure it out as I go is super powerful and can take you really far. So that's number one is resourcefulness. Yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to add or any questions? Well,
1: no, I I agree. I think um, as an entrepreneur, there are people that have a lot to work with and people that don't. Uh, It's all about resources. Some people have more than the others. And I think um, as an entrepreneur, you need to figure out what to do with the resources that you have. I'm lucky to have a lot of resources around me. So I'm really grateful for that. But at the same time, there are other people in this world that want to be an entrepreneur that don't have the same resources that I have. Yeah. So I think it's um making more with less. Sometimes less is more the saying of that. But I think um people need to use their resources wisely and uh, really like tone in like, what do I have and what can I do with this? Instead of just saying, oh, I don't have this, so I can't do that because you can work out everything. Everything's figure outable. You said that earlier. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I just think um, people need to go into situations with an open mind. And I think with the resources you have, you can build something that you've never imagined.
0: I love that. Amazing. Great. Okay, cool. So that's number one is resourcefulness. Number two is relentlessness. So being relentless towards that dream or that goal or that vision you have. So Looking back at that story, I was relentless with <laughs> how many pictures of little puppies at the shelter I put around the house and scattered. And it was like a constant, like I knew if I just could like hit my dad with different angles and like different, you know, pictures and like all these things, eventually I've, I thought I'd like wear him down and sell him on the idea, which I technically did. But, you know, I switched my mind at the last minute. Um, and so being relentless in whether it's in your marketing or towards those daily actions or those habits or just that dream that you have, are you willing to continue to just go at your dream every day, even before you start seeing the results or even when people think your dream is crazy or whatever? And I think about that even in um, whether it was like when I up and moved to Hawaii or like getting like marketing my business or that type of thing, like. There's a reason why I'm trying to send out an email every week to my people and there's a reason why um I was just like relentless with the idea of like I'm I'm going to do this I'm going to make the move I'm going like it's going to turn into reality so also having that focus and just being relentless towards what you want and understanding like you can have what you want but are you showing up and doing the work and you know one of the things that we were talking about is wanting to be healthier in 2024 so it's like are you being intentional about what you eat or you know going to the gym or moving your body or whatever or like who you're surrounding yourself with or whatever so I also think the the quality and the trait of being relentless towards your dreams and just like continuing to go for it will help you get there too
1: no I agree um I think the way I like to look at it is a baby when a baby starts crying they always get what they want so that's Mm -hmm. their way of never giving up I think as we get older, we find other ways of getting what we want without giving up. So there's just some things that are harder to get. But I think once you get those things, it's more valuable. And uh, realistically, everyone wants these things. But 99% of people give up along the way. Yeah.
0: I love that. It's so true, though. Like A baby knows what they want, and they're not willing to give up crying or making a fuss until they get it.
1: Well, yeah, if you think about it, like, as a kid, like, the kids get everything. Like, the kids are most, more spoiled is because, like, they always cry. And the thing is, like, they, like, fake it, too. Like, kids are actually yeah. like <laughs> really intelligent with that because with my little sister, she cries. And I can tell it's a fake cry because I see no tears. Yeah. But that's when I'm like, okay, she's not going to stop crying. All right, I'll just give her the chocolate, give her the candy, whatever it is.
0: Yeah.
1: So I can just stop it. So kids never give up. And I think people need to act more as kids, not in that sort of like sense, but like in other ways, because you can always get to where you want to be. It just depends on how you want to do it and how much you're willing to give up.
0: So true. We're born knowing like what we want. But I think as we get older, then we hear like parents or teachers or these outside sources say like, no, you can't have that or no, that's unrealistic or no, that's crazy. And then we adopt those beliefs and we're like oh who am i to go after my dreams like that is crazy i should just stay in this little box and do what other people tell me to do and like live the life i should live you know and so being able to tap back into that and understanding like being able to listen to what your own body and intuition gut is telling you because that's what babies are doing right they're like listening to their body and saying i need this so let me cry and get your attention until I can try and get that, like being able to tune back in and understand why we want what we want and that we can have what we want. I think is super powerful.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think like it's crazy because I look at my friend group and like a lot of them don't have the entrepreneurship fire that I do. Yep. And the thing I like to like look at is everyone grows up in a different environment. They see different things. They grow up with different families. So I feel like it's the way you grow up as a kid if you if you're raising a house of people that want to be nba players and you're going to want to be the fifth one you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think if you're in an environment of people that want to help you that want to push you to be better then you will be better so i think me growing up i had like i was in an environment of like family that works really hard so i also want to live up to those expectations cuz i have no reason not to live up to those expectations so that's what i'm trying to do and I think it just depends on, like, your environment, the way you grew up, like, the way you learned, what you learned, all those things.
0: I love that. Totally. Which kind of ties into my last trait, the third one, which is reflection. So also taking the time to reflect on, okay, I am being resourceful. I'm being relentless towards this dream. But is it actually helping me, right? Is it helping or is it hurting? Is it helping me turn that dream into reality, achieve that goal, whatever, And so for me, it's like in that story, I had that reflection moment of, okay, maybe now isn't the best time to like bring a dog into the house and um, maybe it is okay without it. And so reflecting and being able to then pivot from that, I think is a huge, huge, huge trait and a very important trait for entrepreneurs to be able to reflect and like pivot as necessary, because there may be times that you like, start and especially as we start to craft like your marketing agency and who you want to work with like there might be times when you start off on this one path and then you're relentless towards it you're resourceful you hit your goals but then you have these moments of okay but this isn't actually like you know what I want to do I would really love to just hone in on this specific area or whatever it is so being able to also reflect on your journey and just have that self-awareness of this is working this isn't working this is aligned this isn't is really powerful as well in helping you get to where you
1: want to be. No, I agree. Um, It's kind of funny because when you think about it, like I, or the way I like to think about it, when I make a decision, just in general, I don't make decisions that I'm like doubtful about. If I make a decision, I'm very bold on the decision. Like I know it's going to work. I don't go in with the mindset like, oh, this could go wrong. This like, you know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm. I think
1: a lot of people nowadays... They, they doubt their own decision, like, their own, like, gut. And I think people should stick more with their gut. Like, once you get a thought and you don't have any doubts about it, then just do it. And I think I've done a really bad job with this in general, like, not reflecting on things. Obviously, like, people want things. But at the same time, those things might not be the best for them. So mm-hmm. I think reflecting, like, okay, I want this, but that's not the best thing for me right now i need to do this this and this first before i can get to there and i do a really bad job with that like i want this and that before i get to this and that you know what i mean (laughs) and that's like
0: what we were talking we were talking about that yesterday and like one of the analogies we were using is like john is trying to like frost the cake and like serve the cake before we even bake the cake and like first we need to start off with like what's the recipe do we have the ingredients Let's mix them together. How long do we have to put in the oven for? Like there's steps before you get to that point. And so learning that that's natural and that's okay. And like, you have to take those steps before you jump to the the final step. Yeah,
1: it's, it's very easy to map out a vision, but it's very difficult to map out a plan. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's where I'm like stuck on is like, I have the vision. Like I know where I want to be, yeah. but how am I going to get there efficiently and doing the right things? Because let's yeah. just say like, oh, I want to get to a million dollars and I get to a hundred thousand and instead of me investing, I go not buy a car. You know what I mean? Right. So right, I right. think it's just like time and place and knowing what is right for you, which yeah. I am terrible at. Like if I had $10,000 right now, I'd probably buy something really stupid, which is not good. But I think it's something that you like learn over time. I feel like it's something with mistakes. Once you make a lot of mistakes, you learn from them. But hopefully I don't get to that point of learning from my mistakes. Hopefully I just learned without making mistakes, but yeah, no, I think, um, I think that's true. Like reflecting. I think every entrepreneur needs that.
0: Yeah. I think even just like one of the exercises I had intern John do yesterday was like, just sit and write out. What is it that you want? You know, what is that vision that you have? And I know you mentioned before we hit the record button, just, you literally just took 10 minutes to at least get those ideas and thoughts down on a paper. And I think Taking even just 10 minutes, you know, to do something simple like that and start to tune back into it can be so powerful.
1: Yeah. And I think, like, once you do that, I I think it's best to not write tangible items that you want. I think it's better to, like, look deep inside of yourself and, like, what your body wants, what your brain wants, what your heart wants for your future self. Because at the end of the day, all these, like, tangible items, they will not be there forever. What's going to be there forever is your family. Like, because as quickly as it is given, it can be taken just as fast. So I can be super happy with all the money, cards, and stuff, but at the end of the day, once that's gone, what do I have? Right. Nothing. Right. So I think this will like really find like what really means the most to you, other than money and tangible items. Like, what do you really want for your life? Who do you want to be remembered as, and why do you want to be important? So yeah, I, like I think that. it's um yeah, it's a good way to like really tone in on what you want for your life, not just like. For the people around you, but for like you deep inside.
0: Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that because that was also one of the things we were talking about yesterday is you're asking like, okay, but, but when's it going to happen or how's it going to happen or whatever? And one of the things we said was focus on what you want and why you want it. The when of when that's going to happen is right now of what actions are you taking to move the needle forward towards that thing and the how is going to unravel and show itself as you just take one step at a time. So continue to stay focused on the what it is you want and that deeper why like you mentioned of why you want it. And if you stay true to that, like that's going to help you get through any of the challenges. If the, if your why is strong enough, it'll help you get through any of the challenges that come your
1: way on your journey. It's also cuz I think nowadays everything's just so easy and like people want things really fast. But in reality it takes time like a plant doesn't grow super fast you know what i mean yep. like yeah you you always say this like nature goes at its own pace right is, is that the quote yeah
0: exactly yeah you got it you nailed it
1: yeah so like i think i'm forcing it i'm rushing it because i look at the outside things but deep inside like i know it's never gonna happen like that like there's no such thing unless i win the lottery but like i feel like i wouldn't even be happy if i won the lottery because knowing
0: I That's the thing is like knowing you, even if you won the lottery, you would still want to like build a business, (laughs) You know, like you would still want to do the work and like have the growth and make the impact and help people, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because if you like win the lottery, like you're going to be known as a person that just got lucky and got everything handed to you. I don't want to be that person. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like a lot of the times once you like, if you like win the lottery, I feel like you don't really change as a person. Like, I feel like once you build a business, you suffer, like you do the sacrifices, it will build you into a better person. I think once like you actually go through the whole process, it will show your true colors. And I think that if you just get it all handed to you, then you just won't be thankful for it and you just be very ignorant. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like it's better to build it instead of just giving it handed to you.
0: Have you ever heard the quote? I don't remember if Jim Rowan said this or who said this, but it was something along the lines of it's not about obtaining the million dollars. It's about who you have to become in order to receive the million dollars. Did you ever hear that? That's like totally not the exact quote. So don't quote me on that. But it's along those lines of like, it's the person that you had to become to turn that dream into reality, not the actual dream itself.
1: Yeah, because the truth is, like, once you're on a journey, once your journey begins, like, you really do change, and if you look at, like, these professional athletes, like, the best in the world, like, these people dedicate their life to, like, their, like, profession, and I think when you do that, you really change a lot as a person, like, I don't know if you focus on that more than your family, so I think it's just some sort of balance, but you do change, I think, like, on a, in a process like this you change a lot and it's very difficult to not change you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm.
0: what would you say is a trait you know if we were to like zoom ahead like 10 years from now and then come back and like re-listen to this podcast episode when you were just starting your journey what's a trait that you want to be known for in your entrepreneurial journey
1: I'm putting
0: you on the spot you
1: know, here I, I, yeah I would I would say discipline. I feel like I lack with discipline. I feel like everyone lacks with discipline nowadays, but I think discipline is the number one reason why most people are successful and the amount of stress one can handle. Cause there's a saying like more money, more problems. Like realistically, <laughs> that is true. Like the more money you have, the more people you have to take care of, which means more problems. So I think dealing with stress, I want to be good with mm-hmm. that. And, um, discipline like performing regardless of what happens like knowing this needs to be done like I need to have to do this like I have this next week you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I think people need a want to I want to be remembered as a man of discipline and uh, a man that can deal with stress
0: I love that and one of the things that Jesse Itzler always says is pressure is a privilege and once I started yeah. getting especially at a young age like that additional pressure on my shoulders of just the responsibility of running a business and having clients and making sure they're happy and showing up on online or recording the podcast or whatever it is, I truly started to understand that saying more and more of like, it's a privilege to be able to have this pressure on my shoulders and, and for it to, you know, shape me into a better person and help me help me like up my own standards, you know, and step up my game. So I've also really adapted that mentality of like, if you do have pressure on your shoulders, that's a privilege. And so Mm -hmm. like, take care of that, you know?
1: I think once people truly change is like when you're responsible for other people. Mm -hmm. I think when you're responsible for other people, it shows how you're truly going to react. Like, are you going to change for the better or change for the worst? Because when you're responsible for people, it really shows your true colors. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. Any final two cents that you would love to leave with our listeners today?
1: Um, hope everyone has a great day. Um, God bless and uh, see me in Forbes in like thirty years or something. I don't. I don't. Know. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to be on Forbes, but like I'll have to be on it. Like, just we'll like- see you there. He, he's a
0: solopreneur in the making as you can tell everybody so yes, yes. we love that <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll, you know what's funny though because like what? people are probably gonna be watching this in like a couple of years and it'll be like oh, I'm probably gonna watch it imagine if, like if i watch this in like 10 years and it's like I'm in a car so i don't remember I,
0: I think that'd be really cool if like we came back to this in like five or ten years and like rewatched imagine. the podcast episode and we're like oh my god remember when you first started interning for me and kind of you know did a whole second Podcast episode about this,
1: you know, no, that's actually going to be crazy because, like, I wonder where, where I will be in 10 years. Yeah, I might, you might be like, where were you be in 10 I years? I don't know, from? Italy. What if I'm in Spain? <laughs> you
0: could be anywhere doing anything.
1: Yeah, pretty crazy. Only like...
0: time will tell. Well, everybody, please welcome intern John to the podcast. John, I definitely want to do more episodes with you for sure and just just a whole intern john series so more to come everybody so stay tuned for that and thanks for thanks for having a little conversation thanks for having a little sesh with me today
1: thank you of course
0: that was fun all right i'll talk to you guys later and as a reminder for anyone listening if you want to learn how to create a life you love, you can head over to transformwithsoul.com and go get my free audio training uh, to jumpstart that process. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.